Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi. Hello. Hi. This is Auntie Donahue, and you're listening to Nobody Cares Except For Me, a podcast about all of the things that people care about. And nobody else wants to hear it until they come on here and then I force them down your ears. This week we have a very special guest who I've met one time. We did a live show together. I'm bragging about that because she had to make a joke about a haircut I had when I was four, <laughs> which was very, very special. Oh, yeah. Hooray! <laughs> Nilu Handa is here. Yay. If you're not clapping... Go fuck yourself. Is it, is it clapping this time? I mean, if you're there listening and not clapping, I don't yeah. want them listening anymore. There's a sign here that says applause. So I'm it just is, yeah. Directions right it's now. also, yeah, I've been screaming at you before we started recording to please <laughs> do this. Here's the thing we're new and fast friends, which is very Yeah, exciting. we were fast friends. We were. We decided, yeah. and then I pointed at you and I said, get on this get, podcast. Get on, yeah, get or, on the Donahue train. Yeah, and, and then uh, you DM me on Instagram. It's very nice. I, I did. I did. Yeah. So I was like, hey, girl. Would you say we manifested a friendship? Uh, Do you want to know what we're talking about, everyone? I, I think they can guess. What? I think they can guess. What are you obsessed with? I'm I'm obsessed with manifesting. Yeah, I am. Okay. I'm obsessed with... I took my glasses off very Yeah, that was. And that I was, that made me I, nervous. I think I'm tired, so I just wanted to, like, rest my eyes. But you're blurry, and you're blurry, so well, we're just going to try. As long as my makeup looks flattering. You look great. I did it for you. I manifested. Thank you. I had to show up. Oh, yeah, We've you only did. met one time. I have to look like I've No, but I've been a fan of yours for a long time. I've followed you on the twits and on the social meds in general. I realized the same, minus the Insta yeah. that night, But I was like, oh, I fucking follow you on Twitter, too. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I see you liking a lot of mutual people that we have in common. So I'm like, oh, this is great. We're Stalker from afar. I mean, aren't we all? I mean... That's also the point of manifesting in a lot of ways. Looking yes. at friends and saying, I want to be friends with that person. Right. Yeah, exactly. So Come you, to me. Will you talk about manifesting? Yeah. You're not, I'm assuming that you're not sitting there being like, I want to be a famous actress and then doing nothing. That's what I'm working on right now. Right. You do yeah. nothing. I just sit in a chair and hope. Oh, good. Yeah. Sometimes I get on the TTC as well. Oh, very exciting. Try not to as much as possible. Yeah. Uh, but no, there is a lot of work behind it. It's the idea of like setting an intention for mm-hmm. your life mm-hmm. and then just going towards it. Also, like this beautiful like balance of like letting it go. You can't be too obsessive about the things that you want in your life. Like uh, if I'm really hungering for a specific role or something that I've auditioned for or what have you. Um, the, I find that the more I obsess and focus on like will it happen or won't it happen, um, it's just a harder journey to take. So uh, what I've tried to do and what the what the people will tell you, the masters of it, um, is that you just kind of, you, you put your thoughts towards it and then you let it go. And then when you need to revisit it, you revisit it and uh, just be adaptable to how organic everything is and how it changes a long time. And so if you wanted to work at a specific place when you were 16 and then later on in life you got hired there and then worked there for two years and then got fired and if that happens to you 
It's okay. Maybe you needed to rejig your life goal or something. That's a true story. Where was that? A place called um, Much Music. Really? Yeah. Did you start there? No, I didn't start there, but I worked there after a period of unemployment. Um, And it was a great experience for me, actually. I made a a best friend out of it, and I learned a lot of stuff about business. Um, But it was not what I had thought it was going to be when I was younger. Working at Much Music. I've heard similar things. You know, the media industry, uh, up and down. Yeah, absolutely. Big time. It's a big old seesaw. So you are an... Or teeter-totter. A teeter-totter. Sorry, I just needed to... Don't ever interrupt me on my podcast. I'm so sorry. I love talking. I gave you a mad line. We talked about this. You were like, oh, I hope it, you know, like people get a bit antsy about talking, but I I like to do this stuff. I think it's a lot of fun. Good, because everyone is in for a three-hour treat. This is going to be the longest episode. (laughs) So hey, well, I'm here. ready. You know what I mean? We can split this last tiny cake. It'll be really nice. <laughs> oh, they're so tasty. Thank you. You being like a comedian, writer, actor, was that something that you actively manifested as a kid? Or when did you learn that kind of visualizing or intending was something that was going to get you, you know, or maintain your sanity, I guess I should yeah, say. Yeah. That's a really good question. I think Thank I went. Thank you. I'm very smart. <laughs> Uh, I think I went about it a backwards way, almost. Really? I, yeah. I just made myself as unhappy as possible in my life. Oh, good. Uh, and then uh, I just like kind of like imploded and then realized, oh, if I want to have a life that feels fulfilled and good and um, I've always been a bit of a rebel uh, or a black sheep, if you will, of my family. Um so I've always, like, had this different path, and it's felt very unfamiliar from what I've seen. Um, uh, so I just kind of learned to trust my intuition about the way that I want to move with my life. And the acting and writing and comedy stuff has always been a part of me. Like, comedy has always been a touchstone for me, like being funny and whatnot. My, my father's very funny, um, just like a real charmer. Uh, so I think I just picked up on that being, like, a bit of a defense mechanism and a a relief for myself so I think I just built a lot of muscle memory for it and then I was in a life of marketing before which has been a very handy tool for my life as a independent uh, self-employed person Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time it wasn't quite what I wanted to do so I just leaned into knowing the thing that I wanted to do since I was a kid uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's working out. It's, things are going. Yeah, I'd say it's working out. Yeah, like you're doing a good nice. job. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a very, um, roller coaster kind of career, and there's a lot of surprises that you have to come up with, so that's why I think that manifesting, the manifesting thing is kind of fun to focus on and figure out, uh, which direction I want to move in. I remember when the book The Seeker came out, mm. like, forever ago, it feels like now, mm. and yeah. we all read it one summer at Grand Bend, <laughs> which was took turns passing it down. At the Pinery. It was mm. very exciting, and then we would pick up the Sister of the Traveling Pants and be like, wow, look at our <laughs> lives. They're just so fated to be special. Yeah. And yeah. I remember thinking, like, the whole thing of The Secret, I would just apply oddly to boys. Like, I would be like, oh, yeah. Andrew and he doesn't like me and is right. kind of mean to me. Right. But if I visualize us together, this will happen. Right. So there became this almost understanding where, like, what I think when people talk about manifesting, there's this weird entitlement that can go with it sometimes where people think, like, well, I visualized it and it belongs to me now. Totally. So, how have you maintained, like, a healthy 
approach to it. Um, do you remember the uh, 1992 hit Disney film Aladdin? Just a bit. Okay. Um, as we all remember, the genie said to Aladdin, as one of his parts of his wishes, is that you can't change free will. Oh. Um, so that's kind of something that I keep in my head about that. It's like uh, I can change how I approach anything, mm-hmm. but if I'm saying uh, Anne, uh, I'm going to manifest that Anne invites me to brunch at her home this weekend. You and are welcome. We have, God, that was so easy. That was okay. pretty easy. Uh, I'm going to manifest that uh, Alex is going to invite me to his cottage because that's <gasps> why I make white friends um, uh, for the entire— For the record, my family is poor. We don't have a cottage. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Goodbye, everybody. Alex, how about you? No? Well, okay. Well, Damn sorry. It. Okay. I, and I, I manifest a friendship with somebody. Blake what, Lively what seems like she's someone who has a <laughs> Blake cottage. Blake Lively and Ryan have a cottage. <laughs> they for sure have the a Muskokas, You yeah. know they do. Or Vancouver. That would seem more both. likely. They have one, I there. bet they have both. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I go to their cottage in Copenhagen, and they <laughs> if I make that the intention of, like, trying to affect somebody else's direction towards me, it doesn't work. So if I go towards a feeling that I want, so the, the purpose of going to the cottage is that I want to feel relaxed in my life, and I want to um, uh, slow down. Uh, and let's say July happens, Alex... The guy, you know, he's been busy, whatever. He has not invited me to his cottage yet. It doesn't happen, in fact. Have I spent that time worried about going to the cottage or have I, like, tried to recreate or ease into that feeling of things that I want? The free will thing, because I think people, we like to think we can influence other people in a way that people buy self-help books so they can influence other people. How to win friends and influence people. Yeah, Dale Carnegie. That was written in, like, the 30s, wasn't it? I know. I think my grandpa had a copy and... Um, during a tumultuous time when I was in grade 9 and 10, yeah. he lended it to me. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> and I was like, no. Aww. I have it on my shelves. Is also his second book, How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. I believe that's oh, the that's second nice. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think like a lot of us right now, I think mindfulness kind of factors in things like, well, I have to be mindful. And like, I actually sat in my therapist's office the last time I saw her and I was like, I can't fucking do mindfulness. I'm too angry. And I'm like, and she was like, you know that not everything is for everyone. It doesn't right? have to be for you. Right. Because I remember, I think like when we talk manifesting mm-hmm. and we like throw it into the camp of like the secret or we throw it in the camp of like people are like, oh, it's like lighting candles for intentions or mm-hmm. it's like prayer, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It is all an extension of those things. Yeah. But everybody comes to those realizations in their own I think if it comes from a place that's organic or a place that is actually like oh I feel comfortable in this place like it makes me feel good Mm -hmm. it's not just to like tick shit off a list totally um that's a very personal journey for a lot of people too Mm -hmm. to get to that place I think it has to be I think so too yeah um when did you separate the idea of like intention versus like the idea of like you know the shoulds and like Entitlements. Oh or yeah, sure. I think I'm still doing that. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I know you feel this, but I'm mm-hmm. not a perfect person. Oh, Do you know what I mean. Okay, like there's well. there's some work in progress here. Could so you leave? I, no, I'm gonna stay. Um, <laughs> I manifested a podcast, <laughs> and I'm fucking doing the podcast today. That's great. Um, I. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, so your question, sorry to revisit it, uh, you're saying, what's the separation between intention and... Like that kind of like selfish bit where you're um, 
because I think we are all very selfish, but some people intend or manifest purely for selfish reasons or like to tick things off a list or the show. Yeah, shows. yeah. I personally, for me, that kind of stuff doesn't work. Like the truth will always, uh, the, the, the why is always important to me. So the things that don't come to me, um, it's usually if I go and like think about it, the why, mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't pure. It wasn't something that I really, really wanted. It was something that I thought I should want mm-hmm. or something that was expected of me or something that was like, oh yeah, I want to, I want to go to Blake and Ryan's cottage. That's mm-hmm. going to be like, think about the Instagram stories we're going to have. Do you Taylor know what I mean? Swift has the jump on us both, but we could try. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's a real competition between me and Taylor Swift. Like no. I don't feel any, I don't feel like there's a level playing field there. No, you know you're a I mean? better songwriter. Thank you. Hands down. Thank you. Um, thank you. Uh, Cup of Water is my latest single. Love That's it. going to be really good. It's a good one. It's coming out on Spotify. Great. Um, great. Um, but uh, if if that stuff doesn't doesn't happen, then I just revisit kind of why it didn't happen. Okay. And I know that like manifesting seems like it's a it's a catch all for just like living life or something. <laughs> but I think it's a bit like putting focus towards the things that you actually want, like being present. Being present and, like, really paying attention to your feelings. Ugh. I hate that. Also in therapy. Um, Everyone and- is. I don't know. Like, I don't—I think I know, like, one person, and it's Alex. <laughs> he's nodding, and he's he like— He looks pretty content, though, he so— is. He's going to go be a human rights lawyer. It's fine. Human rights lawyer? Yeah, he's literally okay, he's brilliant. Yeah, he's better than us. He's get out of here. Don't get out of yeah, here. We actually you desperately here? need you. What's going to be hanging out with Amal? I know. And George? Like Como? Like good Talking people? Talking about human rights stuff? Yeah. That was happening? But like here we were, we're like, um, how do you like achieve your Wait. dreams? Yeah, I want to achieve my dreams. <laughs> He's already there. He's already there. He's like, I work hard and I go to school for my dreams. Wow. Wow. Well, that's nice. Wow. Anyway. What are we talking about? There, I think there's like a ritualization that I think, okay, here's the thing. And I don't know if it's maybe just me and the Twitter community, but there's that kind of like rise of like. I don't, this is going to come out wrong and everybody listening is going to get mad at me and I don't mean it to and I'm sorry, but it's like that. Get mad. Get mad at me. Send me hate mail. Hate mail. The whole like witch culture revival. Oh, where yeah. Where people like now there's a resurgence in astrology and there's a resurgence in like lighting certain candles and doing tarot and all of those things and like crystals. And I know on like new moons and on full moons, there's like intentions are supposed to be set Mm -hmm. where you write down the things that you want to happen, but you write them down in a present way Yeah, and then you seal them and then you put them in the drawer and then off they go. Sure. So do you have any rituals for yourself when it comes to manifesting or is it something that you are very comfortable, like thinking, saying, feeling, and then like goodbye? Yeah. Um, Sometimes there's uh, there's things that I do like uh, on New Year's. I was at my best friend's and we did like a little bit of a lighting ceremony with tarot cards and stuff like that. I feel comfortable about it, and like it brings me to a very deep place of peace. Mm-hmm. I grew up uh, Hindu, so going to a temple and all those like sounds and like smells, mm-hmm. uh, it's very comforting to me. And I think a lot of like the the wave of uh, spirituality that you're talking about now uh, is the same uh, moments of it. So it's always constant like chicken soup for my soul. And so I find comfort in it. So mm-hmm. sometimes I'll have like a, a, a bead necklace and stuff and like do a quick meditation on it. Mostly it's just an intellectualization of it. So I'll think of the thing and then I'll put it out there. I'll just put it out there. You know what I mean? Up in the cloud where all my files are. Uh, I'll stick it out there and then... Um, just let it exist and let it breathe. Yeah. That's really, I think that's 
pretty that's so advanced feeling because I I've actually not been able to I used to be much more of like a, I write it down and I put a list and blah 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 but I find that I fixate when I do that I fixate on what I don't have yet which is like yeah the you have to see ooh here's a here's a juicy fun thing mm-hmm. um, you have to pretend like you already have it. Like, it's already in your life, and you already know what the feeling of looking at your pony is. You know what I mean? How do you do that? Um, you just let go of all your bullshit. <laughs> well, it's a process of letting go of all your bullshit. You know what I mean? And, like, working through it, too. I think it's, like, it's manifesting to me really forces me to, like, look at who my true self is and what I truly want in life. And sometimes it's confusing, and sometimes I'm not sure. And sometimes things come up that are, like, stunning to me that I get that I'm like how did that even happen but it's if I retrace things I'm like okay maybe I had a little hand in like setting myself on a path that was uh the right way for this well we're pausing for commercials and we're gonna get back to that in one second yay I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Wow, that was a commercial and a half. Was it too much? Was it it nice? Is it silly? Like this commercial? This is a commercial. Oh, we're back now. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were talking. Oh no, could you imagine if I was just like, could you please be less interesting? (laughs) (laughs) This is not helpful because now I feel not interesting at all. (laughs) We're both very interesting. We're both interesting to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the first time that when you that you remember manifesting something that came to pass? Oh, boy. Um, This is going to sound really corny, but here we go. Uh, Back in the day, uh, I was, still am, it's different now, obsessed with Tom Cruise. Who isn't? A lot of people aren't. A lot of people are not obsessed with Tom Cruise. Uh, I have always had a soft spot in my heart with him. And when I was in university, he was doing a... um, uh, thing had much music and intimate and interactive and they had said one of the VJs had said really briefly oh and uh, call us on the hotline um, Sunday between 2 and 3 because we were getting out tickets to the Tom Cruise intimate and interactive and then I watched much music when it was 2pm and they didn't mention it so I was like oh this is like a se- super secret thing and I had I up until that moment when I first heard of it until that Sunday I had been thinking I'm going to meet him like there's no there's no way that I'm not like there's this love affair that I've had with him is going to manifest in this way so sure enough I called much music didn't get through um I called for maybe 15 minutes solid, like just hang up, repeat, hang up, repeat. Uh, And I finally got through and they asked some trivia questions about uh, Tom Cruise and I answered them and then I won a ticket. Mm. And then I realized I don't know how to get to Toronto because I was uh, going to school in uh, Waterloo. Hey, that's right by me. I went to Wilfrid Laurier. Did you really? Well, I think we talked about that. Yeah, and I dropped out a lot of times. Oh, that's cool. It's fine. When were you there? Uh, A while ago. For business. Oh, we wouldn't have cross paths maybe. No. No. Different buildings. Yeah. I was like Daria and Jane with my best friend. We just sat on the 
corner. Did you go to like the Wilfs and Turret and stuff like that? No, I was old when I went to school. Like Ooh. I was, I went to college when I was 19 and then I dropped out and then I worked full time until I was 23 and then I did Laurier for a year okay. and then I dropped out again and then I tried to do distance ed like last year because I'm like, I'm going to get my degree. And yeah. then I'm like, um, you work a million jobs. What yeah. the fuck are you doing? No, so well, education is a nice thing. It's yeah. nice. So yeah. I got a, an A in my history course and I was like, and that concludes. <laughs> and diploma. And, and degree. I might be 18 credits away, but <laughs> that's fine. That's good. That's good. How is um you how did you get to Toronto? Here's the thing. Uh, I called back again. Mm-hmm. And I called and I called and I called another like 20 minutes of calling straight through. And I got through again and then I won another ticket. And my friend Lynn had a car. That was my intention. Uh, so we drove up and then um, they had placed us right behind Tom Cruise when they were doing the interview. Oh, my God. Um, so we're on camera the whole time. And then he went uh, out to one side, the window, to say hi to the fans that were waiting outside. And I asked him for a hug on the mm. way. And my hair was, like, uh, probably two feet longer uh, back then. And um, it got caught, my hair, in his sleeve button. And then he said, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, Tom it's okay. And then we unraveled it together, had a great laugh. Uh, and then he walked outside. Uh, that was, that was a powerful moment of manifestation in my life. And I've met him like four times since then, which is really just weird. I bet you'll end up working together one day. I told him that the last time that I met him. Where'd you meet him last time? Uh, at a fan (laughs) event again. I hunt him down. Like, it's like, I put the work in for this stuff. But there's a moment when we meet. And it's like, there could be times when we don't meet at those events and stuff. Uh, It was a Mission Impossible premiere a few years ago that they did at Scotiabank Theater. I was there. Yeah. Yeah. I was there too, boo. Um, and then friends. Yeah, I know, right? And I took my sister, and then we got, like, this cute picture with Tom Cruise, a selfie kind of thing. And, like, it's adorable. I'm photobombing. And he was leaving, and then I... Well, I'll say it out loud because I believe in it. Uh, and I was like, Tom, I'm going to work with you someday. And he's like, I believe it. Okay. He, fuck. That's, ah, uh, I have goosebumps yep. right now. <laughs> it's crazy. So I don't know because my knee's pretty bad and I don't see me uh, starring in any Mission Impossibles anytime soon. But we'll see. Who knows how it's going to happen? Well, look at how I love when you see like former action stars kind of parlay into very dramatic roles. Like, I mean, hello, Harrison Ford. Yeah. Hello, Tommy Lee Jones. Or even comedy. Did you ever see Tropic Thunder? Which he was quite funny in that. He was that. very and he funny. He was the in one it. that wanted the big hands. Yeah. yeah. Oh, are those not, fake hands? I believe they are. Oh, God. Yeah. They're so big. That was him. Oh, the Diet Cokes and I, all that. His, his, like, his, like, just intensity in that role, it is so funny to me. Yeah, there's something about him where I could be like, I would never date a Scientologist, but he has these, I feel like he could convince me to date I'd him. I'd be captive. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know, though. I don't, I don't think his, uh, I think I want him to be a free man, so if he dated a man, I'd be on board with all that stuff. Oh, you know that's I mean? fine, too. Yeah, you it's do whatever you completely want. fine. Just be happy, Tom Cruise. <sighs> Tom, please, if you're listening. It's fine. Call me. Yeah. Also, be happy. Yeah, or both things. Maybe one they're one and the same. Uh, yeah. Oh, manifestations. Exactly. Mm, love it. So, so I, I mean, like, I don't know. I think manifestations and manifesting has become a catch-all for when people don't want to try yeah, and man. they don't want to do the work. Oh, yeah. How do you keep yourself grounded enough to keep on trying and keep on doing the work? Oh, man. Um, it comes and goes in waves, but I think human support 
Mm-hmm. I like humans. I like humans a lot. I'm a human person, uh, so I have very supportive friends and uh, relationships in my life that keep me motivated about it. I'm in a very beautiful position now because I, I'm i able to see things from the top down and so like the growth of people and I'm able to support uh, people coming up and when I hear that they feel inspired by things that have come my way and stuff and um, I feel like that's the way that we propel and the way that we keep have this perpetual emotion about proceeding in life. So uh, I think the human tendency is to want more. Mm-hmm. We just, we're not satisfied with getting the goal. Like we want to set another one and another one. I think it's necessary we, and not to shy away from that and not to feel like you're ungrateful, but having those moments of clarity where you're like, yeah, I keep wanting to have more. And uh, it's this engine of all of us working together as individual as it is, but we're working together to kind of push and elevate all of us up. And I like that idea that you're not alone. So I think sometimes manifesting when you're thinking about having like selfish pursuits or whatnot, um, that, that doesn't, that doesn't build itself for longevity. I find, I think you have to connect it with how you relate with other people and how you relate with yourself as well. I think that's super healthy. I also think it's healthy to like acknowledge that as humans, we are selfish. It's also okay to be selfish sometimes. I think it's necessary to be selfish because most people don't have you in mind when they're making decisions. That's right. You have to pick your own path. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a difference between looking out for yourself or being like, you know what? I want that fucking job and I'm going to like work so hard and I'm going to get it. And I also will remember the people who are shit to me and not hire them because they made me feel like shit. But then also the thing of like, looking at what someone has and being like, I want that because they have it. And it's like, there's a very big difference where you're like, I would like that for me. Yeah. And others, like when I manifest things out of jealousy, it's never good. Right. It's always bad. I, and it's like, I think I've progressed to a level now where it's like, I don't really care about the have things, Mm -hmm. like the things that they have. I just want the feeling of it. Like the the way that I am and the way that they are like that thing. Cause I, I rarely see like a a Ferrari driving down the street with like a, with like a, you know, some 40 year old man and think, Oh, I want that. And like, I do not want your life. (laughs) Like, I don't know who you are, but I can guess. And I don't want that. Yeah. There's too much cocaine in your life. (laughs) I don't want that. Yeah. You know, stresses me out. Yeah. That's not, that's not my path. So, but it's like, uh, if I think about wanting, uh, a nice car for myself, Mm -hmm. uh, because it brings me, um, mobility and it brings me some freedom and it brings me, um, accessibility to things. Uh, that's a nice feeling. That's a nice thing that I can manifest. And then, uh, sure enough, my father will offer me, uh, the Pontiac vibe from 2006, which has 186,000 kilometers on it, which I might get, but it's expensive to have a car downtown. It is. I've had one downtown. How is it? Not that bad, actually. Really? Yeah. You know what? I get parking tickets aplenty. So do I, but- if you learn, if you know where like the cheap parking is, mm-hmm. once you have that, once that's done, because yeah. I come in a lot from out of town. Okay. And so I have like sourced all my like cheap parking spots. Oh, you're smart. And you're like, cool. Do you green pee it? I do green pee. Yeah. I green pee. And people green pee. it's usually free after nine. Sweet. So that's great. Yeah. And then um, I like to park underneath TIFF too, because their parking is really reasonable. Is it? And if you park at the Skydome before 9 a.m., yep. it's $12 wow. until 6 p.m. Which is really great. great. Yeah. 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 There's some facts for all of our listeners out there. (laughs) You want to park in Toronto, we got some tips for you. All the parking hounds. So that's what I was manifesting, a a parking show for us. So hopefully that gets out there. I think it's going to be a hit. I think it'll be great. Yeah. I mean, when you, 
when I mean, because I don't want to be everybody's manifestations are very personal. So I don't want to be like, what have you been manifesting lately? But what was a moment recently where you felt like, oh, cool, like, great, it's working out hmm. that you feel comfortable sharing? Please do not feel pressured. I know. Right. Uh, I think the relationship I'm current, currently in. Yeah? Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. I think uh, uh, I'm able to communicate in a way that feels very different than before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now it feels like, oh, okay, I'm getting the real things out. And I think I've always had a, I've always had a deep, deep desire for uh, freedom in my life. And I think... As I get older, I realize what my freedom is, and my freedom is comprised of uh, communication mm-hmm. and um, not guilting myself because I think I've been like very guilty a lot in my life, and you know, not wanting the things I should ha- I have and stuff. Because the blueprint for my life and stuff, and like from my heritage, I grew up. Uh, I'm Hindu Punjabi, mm-hmm. um, and my parents were immigrants to Canada, so first generation, and they met on their wedding day and all that stuff, and all those traditional tropes of uh, <laughs> Indian people. Um, but the the women in my family before haven't had this kind of access to life before, this type of freedom before. Um, so I feel like. I want to do it in the most honest way possible for my heart. Uh, and I've been in a lot of uh, relationships where it's like very stunted growth. Uh, and now it's like, oh, okay, I can be super honest and open. And uh, it has to be pulled out of me sometimes. <laughs> but it works. Like it's, yeah, I have to force myself a lot. But it's it's a vulnerable growing, growth process. Yeah, I think... First of all, that's really beautiful. I'm so happy for you. Oh, thank you. It's a big deal. Thanks. So fucking celebrate that. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Treat yourself to a nice dinner tonight now. I might buy some candles at oh, home sense. Oh, fuck, yeah. I was thinking about that. I'm like, mm. Yes. That should be what I do today. You should do that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to a vintage store after this, I think. And buy oh, yeah? some more scarves. <laughs> cool. Can't stop. <laughs> I, but vulnerability is, see, that's something that I've personally had a lot of issues with because I'm not good with feelings. Like, I'm a very, like, they're for me and the people I've tr- I, I trust. Yep. And it takes a very long time for me to trust somebody. Yeah. Because I think people will confuse my friendliness for thinking they know me. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. You don't actually know me. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm showing you. My best friends know me. And yeah. my mom and dad know me. And yeah. my aunts and uncles, like, I'm very close with them. Yeah. And, like, should a gentleman caller prove he's not a disappointment, right. I will be like, you are allowed to know some information for right. now until right. I open up more and more. But... I think there's a difference between having, like, vulnerability can come in lots of ways. Like, you don't always have to share things about yourself that might, like, news that's personal or, like, tidbits that are personal. Yeah. Sometimes vulnerability just comes in being like, you know what, dude? Like, I felt like shit all winter, too. Like, we're, you're totally not alone in feeling like shit all winter. Yep. And that can be enough yep. to, like, create a really important bond yeah, and moment. Absolutely. I think empathy is such a strong uh, component that we don't use. It's a bit of a superpower. Yeah. Just like shedding kindness and like having like space for people when they're having shitty days and giving uh, giving them credit that they're just people are going through lives. Like there's a lot of shit that people are dealing with whether they know it or not. Or not you know? Yeah. Like I felt um, like for me this last winter was just a lot of things happened at the same time that were very difficult. And yeah. alone they would have been hard but together it was just a gong show of like what the fuck is going on yeah but as soon as i dropped the pretense of like everything is fine and as soon as i dropped the thing of like almost manifesting things with like hardcore intention to be like this will fix it this will make it all better like da 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 da, and just being like 
well, this is a shitty time. I'm going to tell my best friends that I'm having a shitty time. And yep. they were like, oh, dude, also having a shitty time. Yeah. And then I started writing about those shitty times. And the people on the Internet were like, same. And you're like, oh, my God, there's so much freedom and, like, honesty and yeah. in being, like, open in a way that's like you still don't have to give away the farm in terms of things you want to share. But just knowing that, like, humans are messy and, like, embrace that mess. Yeah. You can't clean it up. I, I've been thinking about a lot of the connection with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a thing in Hinduism I always see uh, at the temples and stuff, and it's always, like, the world is one is, like, the thing that they say. And I'm like, I get that. Like, it's like Einstein's unified theory of, what is it, field theory, uh, where it's like we're all made of the same energy and we're all coming together. And I don't know whether it means that your body is my body or whatever that stuff is. Uh, but there is this uh, great understanding of uh, my own condition when I see that other people are going through it as well. Mm-hmm. And it's also like this moment of like realization that other people are going through it as well. Mm-hmm. That's like the biggest thing where it's like, oh, we're human. Everyone's, oh, everyone's feeling shitty because it's March and yeah. well, it's April and it's just like it's dark March. and cold and like, fuck, what am I, what am I doing? Um, but it's like this uh, wonderful pool of empathy I try to like dive into all the time. So I'm not so hard on myself. Yeah, that's yeah. a big one where you're like, nobody's perfect. Everyone's lives are fucked. And it's very like, and some people might call that pessimistic, but I think that's actually like, there's so much comfort to me in knowing that like everyone is battling yeah. as opposed to like, everyone is just like feeling, am- it's like, no, it's so much more comforting when it's like, everyone feels like the world is on fire or their own worlds are on fire. So if you can just acknowledge that and be like, we're all in the blaze, man. It's like brutal. Yeah. Or you rewatch shows that they're like, oh my God, these characters are like, like I watch The Crown and you're like, ah, oh, I feel like when Princess Margaret like <laughs> felt unloved and was like drunk to Ella Fitzgerald, like dancing around her bedroom and like crying in front of the mirror. And it's yeah. like, but that's comforting because it means like those are also universal feelings that need to be acknowledged. It's the human condition. It's I like, complicated. I like knowing the human condition and understanding it more. That's probably why you're so good at manifesting. Uh, yeah, okay. Sure. Yeah. I mean. Well, yeah, I do, because I want to know myself, mm-hmm. you know, and I want to ask for things that feel authentic and good. Well, I'm going to rapid fire question you now. Oh, here we go. With Let that. me get a sip. Oh, get a little and, sippy mm. sip, a little cake, a little snacky. I'm good for cake. Okay, Thank fine. You. It's like we only have five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. I mean, you could, but okay. <laughs> aside, I guess aside from Tom Cruise, what is the most... Bananas thing you have manifested that this come to pass that you feel comfortable sharing? Oh, um, I think it was a very specific moment where I was uh, sitting on a surfboard watching the sunset in Costa Rica and just told myself it's going to be okay. That was like literally what I was waiting for. It was when I was working much music and I felt like the world was on fire and I took a break and I went to Costa Rica and I had that moment of like solace and it like calmed me. That's exciting. Yeah, and I needed it and I wanted it. What's a tip for somebody who might not be familiar with manifesting and wants to get the party started but are kind of like, what the fuck, how do I even begin? I like the idea that you had about um, uh, writing it down. So if you have something, I I mean, you don't have to go too big. Uh, Just try for something. Uh, Write something down. Uh, You want someone to bring you a cup of coffee today. Write it down and then uh, put it away and don't think about it again. See what happens. Uh, What is... I mean, because, again, manifestations are personal, so it's all I can do not to be like, what are you manifesting for right now? Because that's like, what? No, I will not. But just everyone needs to know that I'm really battling with that. You can ask me. What are you manifesting right oh, now? Oh, good. I want to part in a movie. 
Sick. That's what I want. A specific movie? Uh, no, I don't really have. I, I went for an audition this morning for a small role in a, a movie, which was great. But I want to get. I, I've had a lot of auditions this year that haven't like uh, turned out for me in terms of a job. Uh, so it, it, the goal is to land a movie role soon. Sick. Yeah. What's your favorite part of the manifesting process? Um, I think it's that moment after it comes true, and then I realize that I asked for it in the beginning. There is something magical about that. Yeah. It's like, oh, wait, I asked for this. You're really calming to be around. How dare you? Thank you. <laughs> I feel like I've I've I spent uh, I spent a weekend in nature. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I uh, I feel like I brought back maybe some of that like self reflective boringness to myself. <laughs> no, you remind me of the majority of my best friends who are all very like your energy. And God, and okay, then we'll be friends. We'll be Jeez. friends. And God, then the other part is me being like, we're gonna get it done. I'm the friend that will be like, they'll come to my house and they'll be crying about something. I'm like, so we find out his secrets and then over the course of five years we ruin this person (laughs) and they're like where is your empathy I'm like oh I can put it in a jar and I have none right now (laughs) I need to learn that from you oh my god empathy's always out so I get nothing no revenge plans done oh mine can go oh my I have a couple on the go right now and I'm like by 28 uh, it's by the end 2018 at least one of them will have been like that job will be finished wow of getting that person wow (laughs) how long has that been in the works just a year it was very easy. But still, that's a long time. The person in question is a bad person, so mm. I don't feel bad. That's mm-hmm. the thing. I don't feel bad. I'm not killing anyone. Anybody listening, just this isn't physical revenge. Can we please get this on the record right now? I don't Alex is out, the person though. I'm talking about, by the way. I want him I gone. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Go work your exciting human rights law cases. <laughs> yeah. Tell George Clooney I like him. And Amal, she could... She's she's pretty. She's pretty wonderful. Okay, so now yeah. I need you to tell the internet where they can find you on the internet. Oh, yeah. And on the television. Sure. And all that fun stuff. Okay, cool. Um, you can find me on all the social medias, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Nilu Handa, which is N-E-L-U-H-A-N-D-A. That's my name. And... Currently, uh, what, what when is this going to go to air? Uh, June. June. Okay. So I was on the last season of Working Moms. You can go onto CBC and watch the episode. Um, probably going to m- maybe be on Baroness Von Sketch right now. That's happening. That Sick. might be happening. I, look at that. I'm manifesting it for myself because I don't know that for certain. Um, but hey, hey, watch uh, watch uh, Baroness. It's going to come out soon. Uh, and um, I'm also starring in a blockbuster movie, which is about to come to the theaters. In in 2020. Great. And also, you do a live show comedy bar, do you not? I do, yeah. Uh, first Thursday uh, of the month. I uh, Yeah, so it's called Yas Queen, uh, and you can search that up, uh, hashtag Y-A-S-K-W-E-E-N-T-O, uh, Yas Queen Toronto. And we're also on Facebook if you search up that same name, and it's uh, a night of comedy featuring, featuring women of color doing uh, their thing up there, and I host it, and uh, we have improv and stand-up and a whole bunch of variety. Sick. And it's beautiful. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. We're beautiful. Alex, you're beautiful. Alex, you're beautiful. He just gave us two thumbs up. (laughs) All right, well, this has been Nobody Cares, except for me. I am your host, Auntie Donahue. If you go to our website, nobodycarespodcast.ca, you can tell me what you care about and nobody else does, and I'll read it on here if that's the shit you're into. Maybe you are, maybe you're not. Um, It's none of my business, really. I do want to read about your life, though. So anyways, hit me up. 
and uh, subscribe and rate and tell all of your friends to listen to this podcast or threaten them the way I would someone that I had no empathy for. Okay, cool. Bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 